The last thing we were discussing was the Mishnah of how do we measure uh, the Tehum. We said we use a measuring rope 50 amot uh, long, not shorter, not longer. And you could, it has to be uh, heart to, to heart, meaning one person holding it from on his heart, the other person holding it to his heart. Now, if there's a mountain, a valley, a gate, we're going to make believe as if it's not there and we're going to hold the rope over it. And if it's too tall, then we go to an area where it's a little bit shorter and we do it over there. Or if it's too long, we go to an area where it's a little bit shorter and we go over there. If I still can't do that, it's too tall, too wide, we have Rabbi Dostabai and I who told us in the name of Rabbi Meir that we poke a hole. That means we take a, a, a rope that is four amot long, one person holds it by his feet, the other one by his heart, which is basically even. And we go up the mountain, and that's how we're counting the tchum. So just to get the vocabulary right, um, lekadro means we're going to, it's going to count as part of the tchum. Mavli'o, we're going to make believe it doesn't exist. And with that, we're starting the Gemara, Nun Haytamud Aleph, three lines down, uh, where it says, Minahane how do we know that we count with the with the rope that is fifty ama ama viuda marav de amar kira because the pasuk says by the chazer the mishkan orecha chazer mea be ama hundred ama berochav and the width is hamishim ba hamishim amra torah what the torah mean behevel shel hamishim ama medod with a rope that is fifty ama long you should uh, measure now the gemara asks yeah but we needed that already haimi baide litol hamishim ul sabeb hamishim. We needed that for the case on Dav Kaf Gimel to tell us that we take the 50 uh, amot by 50 amot in the front of the Mishkan area and we split it into five sections of 50 by 10 and we put four sections around the area where the actual Mishkan is and then we take whatever is left and we put it on each corner and that's how we get the 70 and two-thirds by 70 and two-thirds it makes the 5,000 uh, square um, uh, amount area just like 100 by 50 so we needed it already for a total different limud so what are you coming to tell me now we need it that uh, you should measure with the rope that's 50 amot so it explains now if it was only meant to tell me the size of a karpaf is uh, 70 and two-thirds by 70 and two-thirds, then just say, it should say, hamishim, hamishim, what's hami, my hamishim, ba hamishim, with the extra bit. Shema mina, tartes, come tell me two things. Come tell me that karpaf is 70 by two-thirds, by 70 by two-thirds, and it's also coming to tell me that we measure using a rope that is 50 amot. Now, we learned in the Mishnah that we don't, it has to be a 50 amot rope, not shorter, not taller. Why not shorter than 50 amot? Anything shorter than 50 amot can be stretched. And what you're doing is you're going to, you're making the tchum longer. Not with the rope that is longer than 50 amot because you're making the midah the tchum shorter why because if each guy is putting it by his heart it's going to sort of uh, not fully stretch and since it's not going to fully stretch the tchum is going to be shorter we could only use a rope made of paskima maya paskima so what's a paskima amar nargila Okay, my nargila. What is nargila? Amar Biakov, dikla dehad navra. 
It's a palm tree with one vine that go, grows around it. Ikadamren, some say, my apsakima. Where's apsakima? Rabbi Abba Amar Nagila. Rabbi Yaakov Amar Dikla Dehad Nevara. It's a palm tree with one vine. And over here, Rabbi Yaakov is arguing on uh, the whole Nagila situation. Tanya, Amar Rabbi Yoshua ben Hananya, En lechad sheyafeh lemlidan, nothing is better for measuring, Yotem shal shelaot shel bazer, nothing is better to measure with than metal uh, chains. Aval ma naaseh, but what, what should we do? Da'ashara'ad amra Torah, Torah sar, biyado hevel midad, that you have to have a rope to be able to measure. Now the Gemara asks, V'haketiv ubiyad ha'ish kene ha'midah, it says that a person has to it was counting by uh, by a reed or by a stick. It means I could use uh, wood. The Gemara explains, no, hahu That one he was trying to measure the gates of the city. Taner of Yosef, Rav Yosef said, There's three types of ropes: shel magag of a reed, shel netzer of a vine, veshel pishtan flax. Shel magag, the ones made of reed. Is meant for le para, is for the para aduma to hold it. This would be because not make a beltuma. Ditanan, kefatua behevela magag. If they tied down the para aduma, they brought it down with this magag rope, untanu alga marachata, and they put it on the maracha, and so on. Shel netzarim, the one made of the vine, the sota, it's meant for a sota, ditanan beharkach. After he rips her clothing up until her chest, up until her heart, the, he brings her a rope, uh, an Egyptian rope, and he ties it above her uh, chest area so this way it doesn't fall down. Shel pishtan and of flax, to be able to, ca- to measure the home of Shabbat. And obviously Rav Yosef over here argues on Rav who said before that you measure the home with this... Uh, with this rope of Apsakima. Now we learned in the Mishnah, a person is measuring and he got to a valley or he got to a big stone wall. You uh, swallow it up and you go back and you go back to your original place. Now it says you go back to your original place, if I can't swallow it. Meaning, if I can't stand uh, in a straight, where I'm coming out of the city, I go straight line, counting 50 and more at a time. I get to this valley. If I can't, uh, if I, it's too wide and I can't measure it straight, what I do is I go to an area where which which is more narrow. Now, also if I can't swallow it, I go to a place where it's a little bit shorter, a little bit thinner, and I and I do the hava over there. And I look at more or less where I used to be. And I go back to that spot. Again, even though there's a valley in between us now, but at least I know the measurement over there. And I and I continue counting. And the Gemara says, We have a bright like what the Rabbis taught us. We were measuring, and all of a sudden, we got to the valley. If you can make, uh, you could measure on top of it as if it's not there with a rope that's fifty amma. Go ahead and do it. And if not, you go to a place where you can that is shorter and that you can measure over it. 
and you measure of it with sofer and then you see well, I guess how what, uh, what what's the measurement and you go back to the original place before you went around uh, to be able to measure now the Gemara continues according to Brayta if this was a not the straight line valley I guess it turns uh, from one side of the city to the other side of the city from like west to north Makdir Makdir then you do that whole four amot uh, rope business. You're one person by the foot, the other person by the heart, and you go down, and then you go back up. Yala kotel, if a person gets the wall, and only mikova kotel. We don't say we're going to, so to speak, poke a hole and go through that wall to be able to know uh, how, uh, how deep or how wide it is. Ela omdo veolechlo. You estimate uh, what the uh, what the measurement is, and then you go and you continue going. Now the Gemara asks, "What do you mean you you estimate?" We learned, You do that whole measuring thing by going around it to a place where you're able to stretch out the the the, the rope. So how could you come and tell me a guess? So the Gemara explains, when our Mishnah said you could be Mavli, oh, we're talking about a situation where a wall fell and it's a pile of stones, where a person can really walk on top of it, and therefore he has to uh, he has to measure with uh, this Havla'a. You stand on one side, I stand on the other, and we stretch out that string. We're talking about a situation... I can't walk on this wall, I can't walk on this pile, there's something, I can't walk it. Meaning it is such an area where it won't even count as part of the tchum at all. And therefore, I just figure it out with your brain, figure out, estimate, how, uh, guess, uh, figure out uh, that way. The only time we told you to do that koder business with the, with the four amot rope, yored kenegdo. That's only if you would have a string with a weight tied to the end of it, and you hold it, and you drop it, and it doesn't fall right by your feet, it falls away from you, that proves that it slopes, and therefore, you could do the whole uh, koder business, for amot rope, and go down, go up. If I drop the string, and the weight ends up right by my feet, then modedo medidayafa. I go to the bottom of the valley, I measure the valley, and then I come up and I continue measuring from there. I don't count the actual slope since no one's gonna no since no one's gonna walk on the wall of that uh, valley. It's too steep. The basic idea is if the wall is too steep to walk, then we don't count it as part of the walk. But if the wall is at a slope where people would walk, then we would count it. So now the Gemara is going to go back to that valley, and if there, it's too uh, it's too long, and I can't uh, measure with the 50 amot uh, rope, I got an area where it's a little bit shorter, and I do that whole havla'a business. Now we ask, Vechama om koshel guys, so how deep does this uh, valley have to be that I can do the I can go to a place where it's shorter? Amar of Yosef alpaim. If it's alpaim, ama 2,000 amot deep. I could go around it. Anything less than that, 
I could do that whole uh, Koder business, which is uh, take a four-amot rope and go down and go up. And the Ritva explains, since the area going down going up is more than 2,000 amot, if I would tell you to skip it, then I'm making something that is tafel, something that's not important, the valley more hashuv or more in distance than the, than the home itself. Eti ve'abaye. Now, Abaye has a problem. We, we learned about a valley amok mea, if it's a hundred amadi, ve'rohav hamishim, and it's open and fifty amot, mavli'o, then you could do the havla'a. Ve'imlav, if it's deeper than that, in mavli'o, you don't do the havla'a because the area now becomes bigger than the 5,000 square amot that we talked about in the Mishkan. And you don't do havla'a on something that big. So before you tell me 2,000 amma, now you tell me it's 100 by 50. The remark explains, who the Amarke Harim, Rav Yosef held like Ahirim, Detanya, we have a Braita, Ahirim Omrim, Afilu Amok Alpaim, Verohab Hamishim Avli'o, even if it's 2,000 amot deep and it's 50 amot wide, you do the Havla'a. Ika the Amen, some say, Amar Rav Yosef, Afilu Yaterme Alpaim, even if it's more than 2,000 deep, you do the Havla'a. Keman, who does he hold like? They look at Tanakama, they look at Ahirim. Over here now we see that he doesn't hold like, not like Tanakama who said 100 amot, and not like Ahirim who hold uh, until 2000 and not more. So the Gemara explains, Hatam, when the Mahlok of Tanakama and Ahirim, it was talking about a valley that was not so deep, that the string, the rope with the weight at the end of it, doesn't fall straight down since there's a slope over there it therefore we're mahmir that you do the whole their business with the four amot with the rope and according to tanaka mats if it's a hundred amount according to ahirim it's a two thousand amount however haqa over here when rav yosef said more than two thousand amot you could do the behuta mishkolet yored kenegdo that's if the string with the weight falls right in front of you that means it's not there's no slope over here it goes straight down and no one would walk here. Therefore, you could do the havla'a even if it's more than 2,000 amot deep. You could go to an area around where you could stretch out 50 amot and do that. When, the, when there's a slope and the weight falls away from you, how far away from you does it have to be in, in order for it to not count uh, as it's right in front of me? So Amarabimi Arba, it has to be four amot. If it's four amot away from you, then you know the slope is a slope, and then we do. Then we have to do the koder. If it's too close to me, then it's like two amot. Then we do the havla'a business. Arba. So also said four amot. Now we're going back to the Mishnah. So you get to the mountain, you do that whole havla'a, you go around the mountain, try to figure it out, and you go back to your original place, and you continue measuring. Amar when did we give you the leniency of doing this? We're talking about a mountain that slopes 10 tefahim up in an area for amot. But in a mountain that's going up 10 tefahim in an area that's only 5, that's only 5 amot, then you don't do the havla'a, you don't do the kidur, you don't do anything. You just measure it as if it's regular, easy ground to walk on. Rav Huna Bered Rav Natan, Matnei Dekula. Rav Huna Bered Rav Natan, 
was a little bit more lenient the way he explained Rava. Amar Rava lo shanu ela behar hamitlaket asra mitok hamesh. We're talking about a mountain that slopes five tefahim within five amot. Behar mitlaket asra mitok arba. But if it's a mountain that is going up ten tefahim within four amot, omdo v'holech lo. You just figure it out with your heart, meaning you estimate or you guess uh, the, the area, and then you continue. Now, in the Mishnah said, while we're measuring, you have to be careful. We don't want you going outside the room. And we learned in the Mishnah that uh, someone's going to watch you, and they're going to think, oh, that's where they're measuring, and that's going it's more tough for me to carry there. My Tama. And here the Gemara explains Because people are going to see this and they're going to say over here the Tehumim is. Now we learned the Mishnah. If we can't do the Havla'ah, the area is just too big everywhere. Over here, Rabbi Dastai, Barayanai said we do the whole uh, Koder business, the four Amot rope. Tanur Abanan. Ketzad Mekadrin. How do we do this whole Koder business? You have two men, they're holding a uh, rope. The one on the bottom is holding it by his chest, and the one on the top is holding it by his feet. Now the, the, the rope is at a straight line. We have a halacha, we have a tradition in our hands. We only use a rope that is four amot long. We don't do this whole Kodeh uh, business by If we have to measure where the body is closer to, we don't use the we don't do this whole Kodeh business. And when we're trying to figure out the home of an Ir Miklat, because again, someone who killed someone by accident, he runs away to the Ir Miklat, and the same way the Ir Miklat itself saves him, also the home of an Ir Miklat. So when we're counting the home, we don't do the whole Kodeh business. Why? Because the Torah, we're going to be extra mahmir, and we're going to count the the area of the mountain up, down the whole nine yards. With Ayruf Tehumin, since it's the Rabbanan, we're going to be more lenient, and we're going to let you do the whole Koder business. Now, the next Mishnah says, The only person who can measure it is someone who's an expert in measuring, or like Tosafot says, it has to be a straight line. If towards one side, like you have the northeast and the southeast, one uh, one looks like it's longer than the other, then we go by the place which is a little bit longer because we're gonna make, we don't care to make the home a little bit bigger. It sounds like I'm repeating myself, but the Gemara will explain the difference. When they're pasul da'idut from the Torah, we don't trust them to testify. We trust them to say that until here is the boundary of the Chum Shabbat. Meaning if they saw the people who are measuring the Chum stop here, then we trust them. When Chachamim said don't leave the Chum, they weren't trying to be Mahmir, they were trying to be lenient. So therefore they're trying to find as many leniencies as possible. So therefore, if even a Ayyavid or Shifha tell you it's not, no, it's not uh, this one, it's the one that's a little bit further from the city, then we're going to even believe them. Now, we're not going to start the Gemara, but we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem, Amen, Amen.